the elephant in the pew. Elephant in the Pew podcast, where they engage in the topics everyone wants to talk about, but nobody wants to discuss. From the Elephant Portable Studio, here are your hosts, Stephen Whitten and Ryan Reggie. We can't even really hate the sin, because to them, I mean, it's a sin, and it's only a sin because... God says it's God a sin. says But if they, don't, if they haven't signed up to to obey God's laws, then... Then I can't say, well, you're going to hell because you sin. And we're back. Welcome to the Elephant in the Pew, the greatest show on earth. I'm Ryan Ramsey. I'm Stephen with the greatest show on earth. Get off your phone, Stephen. What are you doing? Are you tweeting about the show? Yes, I'm not tweeting. Although, I will say I'm back on social media now. What is that little whistle thing that goes? You always hear people's phones doing it? Oh, yeah. I can't yeah, do it. That's an Apple thing. I'm not an Apple guy, so I don't know. Whatever. Um. So, uh, we're back. Greatest show on earth. The greatest spectacle on earth. The elephant in the pew. I think it's been said. I think um, it, I know it's for sure. It's that it's been said that it's probably fine. I think uh, Elephant Entertainment Weekly said uh, greatest thing that's ever happened on the face of the earth, next to Jesus. <laughs> elephant <laughs> the view. <laughs> Who said that again? El- I, elephant Entertainment Weekly. Elephant Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, we, I we haven't known it, but you know, oh, it's, okay, it's all right. Uh, so uh, we're we're here today with you if you're. Uh, Joining us on your commute to work or to a different place, or well, commuting anywhere really, or maybe you're folding laundry and listening to this, or whatever you are doing, whatever we are just so happy that you made us a part of your day. I we're, know. We're humble. And today's episode is actually sponsored by ElephantPew.com. You should go to ElephantPew.com and check out all of our stuff that we have here. Links to the cool things we talk about, all other podcasts, and links to our own personal blogs with our own personal podcasts. There's so much there. You just need to go to elephantpew.com. Elephantpew.com. That's where we're at. So, uh, hey, that sounded like one of those things when, uh, when no, when you're like you're you're listening to music and you don't have the rights to you know use it in anything. They always like water. They watermark it in the audio. It's elephantpew.com. <laughs> During the middle of the thing, just randomly, we'll just start saying elephantpew.com. I'm sorry. We should just have that play like every 30 seconds. Every 30, se- every 30 seconds. Elephantpew.com. Um, so today we're outside. So if you hear cars and birds and stuff, we're outside recording. And dogs fighting. Because yeah, on my, Ryan's fi- dogs love to, to fight. fight. And they're fighting. And I used to say right it was play fight, but now they just get like vicious. Yeah, they're just trying to establish a, a pecking order here. So yeah. right now they're fighting over a stick. Um, so anyways, we're outside. If you hear that, don't be distracted. It's very distracting out here for some of the ADD. There's like 40 birds. And yeah. Like so so if we seem distracted, we probably are distracted. Yeah. Well, you know. And, uh, yeah, we had a, a sudden change of topic today. One of our guests had an emergency, so they couldn't be here. So we're going to do something fun today. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm kind of nervous about it. We are going to just talk on this talk show. We're not going to have any topics. Well, see, and that's We're, the I mean, thing. I'm, I'm just, I want to have a conversation because I'm frustrated. Can I just say I'm frustrated? Frustrated. And we talked about this in the, obviously, you know, the schedule's changed a little bit. So we record this. So we record this and it goes up like a week later. 
because we pre-record yeah. now. So we about do the, we do the news though that goes up the night we record it. So you'll hear me talk about being frustrated on that. So if you haven't was that, go back to June thirteenth and listen. Yeah, but um, today I want to talk about more in depth about being frustrated because okay. you know there comes times in our lives where we're not really sure um, like what's going on in our life like like for instance where God has you or what God's doing um, I have a friend a good friend who's sick he's been sick and he's tired of being sick and he's doing ministry but he's still sick and he's he's expecting a healing but God for some reason has not ordained that it should happen yet and it's frustrating you know because you're like man what's going on what yeah. did i do and and your theology starts to get bad because you're like what did i do and but then you're like well you didn't do anything and yeah and see that's the thing is like uh when something when you are having like a physical ailment or an illness that's immediately what you think yeah like i i'm i'm victim of victim or uh, i'm perpetrator of that guilty of that um, I'm whenever I feel sick or something's not going the way, like my health's not going the way that I think it should. I always, man, what did I do to cause this pain? And and you know, on on the physical level, yeah, it's it, most of the time our illnesses is because of something that we did or did not do, like take care of our body correctly. Yeah, like that. But this question is actually an extent existential question or a philosophical like what am question. i supposed to be getting that i'm not getting and god's like trying to get my attention which then you're like wait, well, wait. i don't know if god works like that uh, well we know god does not work like that so do, do we know that <laughs> you're gonna do that philosophical thing with me that i hate <laughs> i won't do it to you because i'm trying okay. to try to be peaceful <laughs> with you today we got in a fight last time we were on the show we did week. and i apologize i want i i let can i take a second and apologize for that <laughs> no it's either apologize for it or um, go back into the episode because, see, it's not gone live yet. Half, well, half, so, half of the show technically is yours, so you can do half of the show whenever you'd like. Okay, well, I'm going to apologize for um, my conduct last week, and I, and I do apologize. What did you do wrong? What was wrong with your conduct? <clears throat> well, I did... Um, Clear my throat. <laughs> I... I I did not I did get a little frustrated in our in our com- conversation and I wasn't meaning to get frustration frustrated in that this kind of works in perfectly with our our uh, uh, impromptu topic tonight but on frustration yeah I got I got frustrated um, mainly because the episode did not go down the path that I thought it would go mm-hmm. and um, I wasn't prepared for the the path and then I just in my um unpreparedness I get frustrated and it mm. came across and it did come out as frustrated at you and I wasn't really frustrated at you specifically as much as I was frustrated at you because you went a different way than I thought you were going and then I ended up after thinking about it I was more frustrated at me not being prepared for the argument that we had now say I'm not I'm not opposed to arguments I'm just opposed to um, arguments that turn into a fight, and luckily we we staved off a fight by any means. But we, you know, um, yeah, that's one thing I love about you, Stephen. Is I can get you so mad so easy, and it's just it's just too easy. So I have to be real careful. Like I almost feel bad. Like when you go down that road, like I just I almost can't stop laughing because once you hit the point of frustrated, you like pew, you go like 100 miles per hour into frustrated. 
Yeah. I don't even have to do it that much, really. I get you started, and I just kind of let you go. Yeah. But I, mean, I, I, I didn't actually mean to that night. I was just stating my mind, and we disagreed, and which is fine. We talked about I, that was one thing we talked about afterwards. Yeah. There are sometimes, and in, in, in church life especially, there are problems to be solved and tensions to manage. I learned this from Andy Stanley. This is not original to me. So sometimes a problem can be solved. Okay, the church has a leaky ceiling. That's a problem to be solved. You can fix that. Exactly. Uh, the people want the pastor to do more, but the pastor wants the people to realize a lot of the work in the church is their responsibility as the body of Christ. That's a tension to be managed. That's not a problem to be solved. Because yeah. there's always going to be that tension because the pastor is responsible for a large part of stuff. However, the people do need to realize that they have a ministry too within the church to the body. So it's mm-hmm. a tension to be managed. So, but that's frustrating, right? Yeah. I think, why do we get frustrated? I think, I'm I'll, I'm leading you, so I'll just answer you because <laughs> I know you don't like when I do that. Well, I mean, like, I, I, can, I can say the answer, but I don't know if it's the answer that you're okay, wanting. what's your so. answer? The answer, the why we get frustrated is because we ex, we have a certain expectation, and um, our expectations aren't met at that moment, and yeah. to our to our mindset, and like like last week, I was frustrated because it didn't go the way I had planned it yeah. in my head, and sometimes that's that's the main focus in my in my opinion, not in focus, but the main um, issue with frustration is is yeah. go, things going the way that going away that you weren't expecting them to go. Right. That's a big problem in a lot of marriages, a lot of relationships. I mean, it's misunderstanding and expectations that mm-hmm. end up not being met. And and uh, and we get um, so perfect. I mean, I would say things not going the way you want them to go. So sometimes our frustration can be a pouty. Sometimes it can be sadness. Sometimes it can be mourning. You know what I mean? All those yeah. different feelings we have when something doesn't go the way we think it should go. Um, but it's frustration nonetheless. It's a good blanket thing to call it. Yep. So, um, so we get frustrated about a lot of things. Uh, last week, for instance, Stephen was frustrated about what we talked about, and so Stephen, I accept your apology. It's fine. We talked afterwards, anyways. You don't have to apologize. Yeah, I, I know, but they don't. The the our audience doesn't know that we. Um, and then, uh, you know, I like though too that we can have what's called civil discourse. You know, like yeah. we've talked about the art of civil discourse is gone, and so most people would have had a conversation like that, and they wouldn't have talked to each other again for a long time. Yeah. And just ignored it. But instead we were like, eh, let's figure it out. And, you know, that's part of it, being frustrated through that, working through the frustration. Now, I think one of the things, like, that frustrates me is um, by the time this airs, it will have been a, a couple weeks, but um, the shooting at the uh, the club, the, the LGBT club or whatever, the gay club. Um, Pulse. Pulse. Um, In Orlando, Florida. That frustrates me. I'm frustrated about that for a lot of different reasons. So there's many aspects of this situation that frustrates me. And so I'm going to talk about those. And then we'll talk a little bit about why that would frustrate an individual. Okay? Yeah. And um, I want to, I don't know if anybody, if, if any of our listeners, I'm sure you all heard this prayer. Um, but this is what helps me with my frustration. And I should have repeated it in my mind last week, but I didn't. But it's the serenity prayer. And it's, uh, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, this is what I think, you know, like, this is at the root of what we're going to be talking about tonight. I thought the serenity prayer was, dear God, please bring back Firefly to Fox TV so we can see the crew of the serenity fly through the skies one more time. 
No, that's not. Uh, this is actually from like, like back. I don't even know what the years were. Like sixteen or seventeen. <laughs> it's like really old. So it's it must a really be legit. old prayer. It's a yeah. It's before Firefly, but <laughs> um, but yes, this is at the root of what we're talking about tonight. Is the frustration is you know like there are some things that we can't change. Mm-hmm. There are some things that we can change, mm-hmm. and all we're asking, all that prayer is asking, is you know grant us the peace to to deal with each part and then the wisdom to decide decipher what that is right so i, I we'll go on with with the discussion now but i, I just thanks for interrupting me i appreciate yeah, that and I, before I, I get started i do that on purpose thanks it's uh, really frustrating i appreciate well, you that. know a couple of weeks ago you said i wasn't par- participating well you were on your phone like googling things you're trying to find a hat to wear on amazon or something I don't no know. i wasn't even close <laughs> to shopping i was you I was shopping even on my during phone. the recording. I was not shopping. I okay. was on. Who knows I was even on my phone. No, I was taking no notes. No one can even know what's going on in your mind or on your phone. So another f- side note before we continue going is sitting outside. It's hilarious watching people's reactions because we're sitting outside with our full like get up with our boom arms and all that stuff, and yeah. they're driving past like real slow, looking at us like. Yeah, when they're coming at us and they can see us off in the distance, they like slow down. <laughs> like what they think we're like police officers or something. Like with a, <laughs> with a radar gun. <laughs> nope, these are just mics, people. This is it's fine. Uh, <laughs> anyways, not that they're li- live. So, so back to what I was saying the whole uh, the gay bar shootout thing, ISIS shootout, whatever. Um, frustrated for many reasons. First frustration. Um, frustrated that the people with the agenda for guns would use it to. Uh, try and get rid of guns okay that's frustrating me because in a time we should be mourning the loss of innocent lives you're sitting there changing using people's emotions to manipulate them i know about this because i know in the past pastors use funerals as a time to manipulate people into salvations that's one of the bad things about doing salvation calls at a funeral because everybody's already emotionally jacked up Mm-hmm. And it's not a good time to make that decision to base your eternity on, okay? Yes, death does bring to mind that life does end. However, it's not a good time to talk about a person understanding and accepting salvation. Now, if you want to talk about that a little bit, but to do a full-out guilt-on thing, it's just not It's not fair. It's not fair. And it's not fair to use this moment in our country as a chance to bolster your gun agenda. Same thing went for Sandy Hook and Columbine, all those different things. Leave people alone. Let people mourn and get their wits about them before you start promoting your agenda yeah, again. It's just not fair. So that frustrates me. I, I mean, we can also flip it on, flip on the side. I mean, like right now, they're they're using this as a, I, I believe that most of the time they're they're using the whole gun thing as a mask or a screen, a mm-hmm. smoke screen, to not um, let the mass public. Um, see the real um, purpose or the reason behind the shooting. It had nothing to do with um, guns. It had everything to do with the person's personal religion in Which was? Islam. And he was a member of ISIS I, well, or Al-Qaeda, whatever. Allegedly. We have to we have to continue saying allegedly, even though he, on 911 he pledged allegiance to ISIS. Yeah. We do, there, I there's think that's no, a pretty good confirmation. Yeah, I mean... Right, and and I agree with you, and I I mean my personal opinion is that he was allegiant. He was he had his allegiance to ISIS, but the thing is, is the reason you say allegedly is because we don't know if he was funded by them. The only thing we know is he was connected with to them by his belief. So, um, so I'm frustrated also with that. That 
that our country has come to this point where Muslims are looking for any chance they have to blow up Americans or anybody they hate, which is homosexuals or Christians, Christians or, or Ameri- pretty much anybody Americans, that's not a Muslim. Anybody that's not a Muslim uh, they hate and they want to kill. So um, my frustration is that people are touting around the whole flagship uh, oh, it's a peaceful religion. Oh, they're peaceful people. There's just a few bad eggs. Like, there's a clip. Um, there is a, a video clip from, uh, I can't think of his name now, uh, the guy who used to be on, uh, oh, shoot, what's his name? I don't know. even know what you're talking about. Is it a show that's No, on? it's the guy who, uh, he's big in the media, news media, does a lot of YouTube clips about Shapiro. Ben Shapiro does a clip about how many, the math on how many radical Islams there are, is Muslims there are in the world. And he uses statistics for countries and what they report as being radical Islam or whatever. And then takes the numbers of the country. Anyways, he does all the math. It takes like five minutes in a video. And it, there's a lot of radical Muslims out there. Yeah, okay? if you think that it's just a handful, you've got a you've got a, a sad realization that's yeah. coming. I yeah. mean, we're talking it's like 77 or it's in the 70 to 80 yeah. percent that are quote radical right Muslim. And I would say that most of those and the one that aren't radical Muslims would not report a radical Muslim's behavior before they did it. Uh, so so I can't confirm that that would allegedly is what I believe or whatever. Uh, but you know, but I, when you say that, I mean that brings that because if even if you won't participate in the act, if you won't report the act, it's just right. as good as reporting. Well, or not. Uh, you know, in Christian faith, we call them sins of commission and sins of omission. Yeah. So sins that you have sinned by not doing something, and so in that case, you are responsible for not stopping it or not reporting it or not doing everything in your actions. So, I would say anybody who um, is a Muslim is a radical Muslim if they believe the book. Now, there might be people who don't grow up, don't really know what it means and all that stuff, okay. Um, but if you believe the book, what the Quran says, it says you have to kill Christians and kill people who are infidels, right? So um, it has that. People will argue, well, Christianity says there's scriptures. Jesus talks about bashing the baby's heads on the rocks and being joyful about it. Yes, it says that in the Old Testament. In that situation, for some reason, God ordained that that's what had to happen in order for the purification for of the world for Israelites to have their uh, their faith and their, the cleanliness of the world for the future for some reason. But it's not like God said, okay, and this is good until the end of time, and you'll you'll gain heavenly rewards if you smash babies' heads on rocks. Yeah. That's not what he said, okay? He never said that. And um, that's the difference is that Islam left that there to say, okay, this is it, and Period. You know, period. For until the the end of time. I just want to make mention, okay, and this is not an episode completely on Islam. No, I got other things to be frustrated about after this. Oh, yeah, but but the difference between Christianity and Judaism and Muslim is that um, the books that we have are written by multiple people, right? Through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and of God, but. The Quran was written by one person, and it's really just a big book on how to be. That was almost, I felt like it was intentional, but it wasn't. It was just a big truck. Um, how to be hateful, because he, he was basically putting his personal belief into a Bible, in, not a Bible, into a book that people just would assume that that was the right that's that's what they want that's those are the teachings 
uh, Muhammad wrote the the Quran, the book, all by himself. Not you know, and it was. I mean, it's it reeks of inaccuracies, and it reeks of um, uh, jut. Uh, what is it? I can't even think of the word now. See, this is what happens when we just do a spur of the moment thing. <laughs> um, no, it it reeks of. Um, um, well, the interesting thing about the Korean is this: is that a large part of it is is peaceful. So I will give them that. Okay, a large part of the Korean is peaceful, but then all of a sudden there's this flip in certain parts of it where Muhammad gets like crazy, like kill everybody. You may have sex with all all these women before you kill them, and you will, and it's like it gets like all jacked up and and crazy, and they don't. Uh, <laughs> You're right over there. Yeah, I just found the word. It's prejudiced. It's prejudiced. full of prejudice <laughs> and uh, judgment against anybody who he deems right. less than human. In certain parts, you know. And, yeah. And, and there's actually a backstory to that. I don't know all the details, but something about um, he really admired the Christian religion. That's why there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of references to Christ in there and all that stuff. Um, until he had a bad experience with a group of Christians, and then that made him apparently hate it. So, um, so that's what caused that to happen. Anyways, we digress way, way, way. I was saying. Yeah. I was saying, basically, that I'm frustrated because you have this group of people who are clearly, the majority of them are not nice, not kind, don't have a good heart for the rest of the world, and we just sit there and say, oh, they're not the problem, they're not the problem, they're not the problem. Well, the more I see it, the more it looks like they are the problem, or their faith is the problem, and that their faith has corrupted these people to be uh, hateful and stuff. So, so I'm frustrated with that. I get frustrated with that. Um, and, and I guess all that to say this, my expectations, I'm frustrated because my expectations aren't being met. Yeah. And my expectation that people are good and, um, should want to do the right thing and want to respect life and protect it are unrealistic. Yeah. I mean, Yes. Because yeah. I, I shouldn't put what I see as God-given rights, and even what our country does, really, but I can't expect everybody to believe that anymore. Yeah. C.S. Lewis puts it this way, is there's a, um, what you're doing, What the reason why you have this frustration, and you, you're actually, your frustration is warranted completely, because there is a standard of mor- uh, morals and ethics that humans indeed um, embody. We know what's right and wrong, and it we put certain religions um, above these m- morals. You know, like Muslim, uh, Muslims, um, Hinduism, and uh, Buddhism. They, these things of they like they people have to force themselves to let the the moral or these religions supersede our basic morals. Mm-hmm. You know. Human beings um, have this tendency to, we, we just, you know, like, if you met, like, if you took out religion, okay, I'm going to take religion out of the, the equation here, mm-hmm. we know right from wrong, killing another human being is wrong, right? right And it doesn't matter who you are, you will believe that it is wrong. Right. Enter into the religion aspect and then religion says it's okay to do this because this person is less of a human being, right? Yeah, but 
that's the thing. Like, and you bring up like Buddhism, Hinduism, like even them. Like, I might not agree with them, and I know that they don't have Jesus at the center of what they do, but I don't think they have any sort of. Most of them are value life. Right? Act, well, um, it's funny you should say this because in the, in the news today, there's actually an extreme. There's ex- they calling it the news is calling it extreme Hinduism, but um, some Hindu extremists did. Uh, torture and burn Christians here lately mm-hmm. in the news. Now everybody's got extremists. So yeah, I mean that's the thing is I, I don't. How come our, how come Christian extremists just say, pull up signs that say God hates queers, but Christian Muslim extremists kill people? What's the difference? What's the difference here? Well, and we Christian extremists fundamentalists that they get this extremist name, which I don't agree with. I think you know they, you know we we're called to love those in sin, not treat them like that you know yeah. well uh, it's not our job to judge remember like you and i have this we have this ongoing debate about the word judge it is not our job to judge those outside the church exactly and that's what i was getting ready to say it's not our job now these fundamental no nah, nah, I'm, I'm not i'm speaking in vagueness and in in broad strokes here so don't like um try to argue that the, the i'll whole, give you a wide berth Go okay ahead. but the fundamentalists that the the world views as this is what that's what Christianity is. They 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 sit there and judgmental. They judge the world by their people standards. who are not Christians. Yes, hold them and, to their standards. Right. And despite, when I say and, and for future reference, when I say the world, I am specifically meaning anybody who's not a Christian. Right. So, um, which we can't do, and, and I don't expect, and that and that's maybe where my frustration comes in is because. We can't do that, and and, and you, this whole uh, the shooting thing happened at at, at a at gay bar or whatever. You know what? Um, I don't care where it happened. Yeah, fifty it, lives were lost, and it's yeah. a tragedy. And and just because I just because I disagree on on a fundamental level with homosexuality, as far as um, being a Christian and homosexual, um, doesn't mean that I don't love them, even if they are yeah, Christian absolutely. homosexual. It doesn't I don't mean that doesn't mean that I want. I want more than anything for them to know Christ and doesn't mean I that want, I want yeah. to uh, be intolerant of of them, but it, it does mean that I do disagree with their lifestyle. Right. Well, and here's the thing that uh, I think a lot of people don't, they have a hard time disassociating um, the concept with, but yeah. um, we as Christians don't hate homosexual homosexuals. Yeah. We and you know that everybody says that, and I I kind of I get tired of hearing it, and I hate it being used all the time. But hate no, the, hate, sin, not the sin, not the sinner. Well, guess what? This is what I'm saying is like we we can't even really hate the sin because to them, I mean, it's a sin, and it's only a sin um, because God says it's God a sin. says. But it's if a they sin, don't, if they haven't signed up to to obey God's laws, then... Then I can't say, well, you're going to hell because you no. sin. No, I'm, you're going to hell because you don't have a relationship with Christ. And side, and side note, that's that's why I um, am I'm against gay marriage, but I'm not against gay union. That's what I'm saying, is that from the beginning of this conversation, I know this conversation is going a million directions, but it's just because I'm frustrated. But I'm not against... Uh, I was never against uh, gay union, homosexuals being union and having the same rights as a married couple as far as insurance and tax benefits and stuff like that because um, every American should have the same rights to experience the same thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but marriage is a, is a sacred tradition in the Judeo-Christian heritage which has specific rules which is one male and one female together for life. And so that's why I say don't 
I'm okay with you being here. Just don't call it marriage. Call it a yeah. union, you know, and, and and do that, and that's great. And it should be exactly the same. It should look for it and the best way for thousands of years, and I mean literally thousands, like four to six thousand years. Marriage has been defined right. by a union between yeah. one male and one female. Not, well, I shouldn't say one, but a male and a female right. for thousands of years. And then all of a sudden, just in this recent, the recent decades, right. they've wanted to attach that word marriage to a union. Well, guess what? Even in Roman times, they didn't talk about the union of a homosexual. They didn't talk about the marriage of a uh, homosexual. They just said it was a union. These were, yeah. they were companions. And so that that's my side note on that is that yeah. I, I just want... I want them. I want a homosexual to be treated in all fairness and all love, and Christians should love them and treat them um, with all the love they have. In fact, be on your best behavior because that's going to be your opportunity to show them the love of Christ and that Christ would love them. But instead, we react with hate. Uh, and you know, if we react with hate towards homosexual, we're no better than the guy who went there and killed all those people. Absolutely. You know I, what I mean? Like, yeah. We're, we're doing the same thing. We're just not using bullets. We're using shame. My grandfather or, always said that, you know, like the problem with um, laws, pa- casting, uh, you know, um, um, voting in laws that prohibit, you know, the union of homosexuals or, or anything like that is you cannot legislate morality. morality nope. Or it. it, it and the thing is, is like Americans have... And we shouldn't expect them to. I mean, because... why? No. Why? Because somebody lives in our country doesn't mean that they have to have our same morals. I mean, basic ones, like, for instance, things that be legislated are things that interfere with other people's freedoms. For instance, life needs to be protected because if you take somebody else's life, you have interfered with their freedom to live. Yeah. So, therefore, that should be against the law. There are certain unalienable rights. Exactly, and that's what that's right. saying. So, uh, life... To liberty. liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Exactly. Right? So when we, when you when you go in there and you you start trying to legislate morals, you've lost the root right. of America. And the reason why marriage uh, sh- shouldn't have been should never have been legalized for homosexuals because it's not that we're denying you the union being together. We're not denying you any tax. We're not de- denying you any sure insurance. But marriage is a religious Christian Judeo heritage that is. Defined as one man, one woman. So yeah. you, you, here's a union, which is the same deals, tax, insurance-wise, whatever else, so you can have the same benefits that everybody else has, but it's yeah. just not called the same thing. But that wasn't good enough, apparently. Or maybe that didn't get pitched in the right way. So anyways, all of that to say, huge tangent. Um, frustrated because the things that I, in my heart, believe people should understand and behave, they don't. Um, I don't. And, and I'm frustrated because I'm I'm an American. I'm a patriot. I love this place, um, and I just don't see Americans fighting for what they should be fighting for and what they should love and and to protect the things that they hold dear. You know, I have conversations with pastors, um, and I don't know what is up with. Hey, get over here. We we'll have to edit this out. Okay. Hey, hey, quit, quit, quit. Stay over here. Okay. I don't know what is up with uh, pastors today or, or young pastors, pastors my age, but I just know so many pacifist pastors. 
Okay. That are unwilling to to fight, unwilling to say like they struggle with the whole concept of well, if somebody came into my home and tried to attack my family, would I shoot them? I'm like, yes, until they were dead. You know, like there's no question about it. And for me, at least, and, and I'm just I've been I understand there are pacifists out there. Um, well, but I've just been shocked. I would say ninety percent of the pastors I run into that are my age are pacifists. What would, in the heck is going on? Well, here's the thing: is like, um, I sympathize with them. I Pe- really do because I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm and I'm not. I'm not trying to be to have a counter argument to you or anything like that. No, but I, I mean, my my personal thing is I have a hard time saying that I'm going to shoot somebody to kill now. Now, but the listen, thing, I'm I, okay. I'm out there. I'm ready to protect my family. It's about protecting my family, and it's the malicious intent, right? The person that is coming after me, right. they're coming after me for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So the American in me says, yes, I'm going to protect my life and my family's life at all costs. Nice bike. That was a, that is a nice bike, but um, at, at all costs, that's the American in me. But I also, you pick out scriptures where, you know, Jesus said, you know, if someone, you know, I don't know. Tell me. Where they was not Jesus it was Paul, I think. Where it says, when they ask you to walk a mile, walk. No, it was Jesus. It says when if they make you walk a mile, walk another mile. Is you know turn the other cheek. It's one of those things where you yes, like, but Jesus also got ticked at unrighteousness and flipped over tables in the temple. Yeah, but that's and not the fashioned same. a whip. <laughs> yeah, but on. he didn't kill people. No, you're right, but he still was protecting what was right and doing and protecting those who were Absolutely. Being, that's what I'm saying. Like being I, mistreated. I will go and, down. I will go down. I will let my life be taken and while I protect my family. Here's the deal though. Like, I'm not going to go at, with the mindset of killing somebody. You can be we've had this conversation. You can be an American and be a Christian at the same time. Okay? Cuz Jesus didn't go and say Hey, you guys, stop all this crucifixion that they're doing and, and free all those people out of prison and Agreed. stuff that the Romans are doing. So obviously Jesus didn't have any problem with government-sanctioned stuff because he said, those are your leaders, obey, give to Caesar what is Caesar. Yeah. You know. And so let me ask you this question, though. So all these guys my age, let's say 25 to 30 are, and younger, I guess, are becoming these pacifists. You know, 90%, I would say, is not an exaggeration of these pacifists that are in ministry. Guess what? So many years ago, in a thing called World War II, your butt would have been killing Germans if the government told you you were going to go kill Germans. You got a gun and you were trained and you went and killed Germans. Mm-hmm. If you're a pacifist, then you go to Canada, okay? Because and you no, ne- because even then Canada sent troops too. So, so so here's the deal: you love all these freedoms. You love the ability to say, "Oh, I'm a pacifist. I could never kill anybody." Well, guess what? Sometimes men in our past to to give you that freedom didn't have that choice. And so I agree. I, so I'm saying, suck it up and be a man. Sometimes in life, you have to protect the things you love because bad people are coming to take those things away from you, right? Now, yeah, and that's what I was saying. Now, is I, I was having, a, I have no problem with protection of the family, of my family, of my friends, anything like that. What about your country? My, co- yeah, my country. What about country your country's too. freedom? If you were drafted, yeah, I have no problem with that. That's what I'm saying. I have no problem well, with the protection. guys I run into say, I don't know if I could kill somebody if I had to. Now, I'm not asking you, like, for instance, if I was sitting there and... There's totally... There's a different... Okay, and I want to I wanna preface this there. There is a huge difference between killing somebody and murdering somebody. Yes. Right? 
this is how you can justify, and I have no problem with justification because I think they, that, that God, um, this is a justification from God as well because we are, we are meant, they're soldiers. We have to have soldiers to protect our society, our culture, and our country. Problem is, is when you go on there with malicious intent, right? And nobody's saying there's malicious intent. That's what that's I'm saying. What it, that's and, and these people are in these scenarios. Like, I'm like, okay, somebody has just grabbed your daughter and taken off with her. Are you going to shoot that person dead so that they don't steal your daughter and sell her into slavery? Or you know what I mean? It's like, or and I, and I just sit here. I think, well, it's, it frustrates me because you know why the church is in the state it's in because we got a bunch of weak men. We got a bunch of weak men, and it frustrates me. That's the okay. heart of what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm seeing weak men in leadership in the church. I'm seeing weak people as patriots of the United States. I'm seeing oh, this is why our country's falling apart. This is why we have the issues we have. This is why people love Donald Trump because he's not being a weak guy, and so they want somebody strong. Well, guess what? It's great that Donald Trump is strong and has big words and stuff. But if the American people don't step up and start being brave, like our the people did back in World War Two. The men and women of that time were, we're not gonna make it. Okay, we're not yeah. gonna make it. And and I'm, I, I I also don't want you to glorify something that probably shouldn't be glorified. Which is which is patriotism. I mean, I have nothing against patriotism. I'm a patriot too. But patriotism is not gonna save you. Patriotism is not gonna get you into heaven. I it, it, right. Patriotism has to have its place. Patriotism comes second to. To Christianity, to, to the relationship, you know, and I would even I would go so far as to say that if you were going to put it in a in a in a rating system here, God's number one, family's number two, church is number three, then it's country. Right, okay. that's fine. I have no problem. I have no problem. I'm a patriot through and through, but I I just don't want it to be. I don't want to blur the lines. And I'm not blurring patriotism. the lines. What I'm saying is that people have. I've forgotten what it costs to keep the country the way it is. Okay. Yeah. So I will I'm, agree not, with I'm that. not saying I'm not saying give up what you believe in order to be a patriot, but I am saying that people have forgotten what it costs to have what we have, and yeah. that's what frustrates me. So okay. I, I don't. And I also see I also wanted to put it out there as well as like you know the problems that the church is suffering now is the same problems that the church was suffering in the 40s. 30s, 20s, 10s, 50s, 60s, 70s. I mean, the church has suffered this type of mentality since pretty much the beginning, you know? So even the New Testament church suffered from the the confusion of, you know, protect pacifism versus, yeah. you know, I mean, so it's, this is not, this is nothing new. Um, so, I mean... And, th- and that's why I think, going back to what we said at the beginning, I think it's a tension to be managed... Because I don't think pacifism is necessarily biblical either. Because Jesus gets painted in this passive passive life. Well, he right. was he you know he didn't resist when he was hung on the cross and he took his no, well, well he reason. did that for a reason because he had to die for our sins. Yeah, there was and a reason. That was part of it. Exactly. And when if you read read the rest of the book, when he comes back, it says he the the streets flow with the blood of people that he kills like wine from a wine press that doesn't sound like a peaceful guy now granted judgment belongs to the lord yes and that he will judge ultimately but it doesn't mean that jesus is all passive all the time so anyways that's a big side i know i'm frustrated and so i uh you have a right to be but my expectations should not be that everybody 
necessarily sees that the way I see it. So right. um, as a Christian, as a person, I need to adjust my expectations to say, this is what I believe and this is what I feel. And it's not necessarily a, such a firmly rooted thing in scripture that um, that it's something a hill to die on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I believe. Now, if somebody came to me and said, well, I think it's wrong that you chewed that person, then I'd have a chance to because I said, okay, well, I think it's wrong that you wouldn't. You know what I mean? And, right. And um, so it's... Well, and, what, and, I, and like I was saying, for me, I have a gun, and it's... Sti- Whoa, don't point that thing over here. No. no. <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs> no, I have a gun, and it's sitting right next to my nightstand, and it's for protection. If somebody were to break into my house, you, you, you better believe that I would I would have that gun. And his walls are thin. I just yeah. You could just start firing in that direction. Yeah, but the thing is, is like I'm not. My mindset has never been. If somebody comes into this house, I'm shooting them. It's if somebody comes in this house with the intent of right hurting me and my family, then you better believe right. that I will protect my family. Right. I'm not going to shoot to kill, but I am going to shoot you, and hopefully injure you enough. Now, if I sh- if it if it kills you. My conscience is clean. I'm not going for the kill, but I I'm shooting in your we direction. Won't, we won't go into that whole conversation about I know because you, the I, impossibility of shooting to kill and not shooting to kill. I'm not I'm I'm just saying I don't have that that's not my intent. I'm not shooting to you for at you to kill you. I'm shooting okay. at you to stop you. And that, that I if killing is that's what I'm saying. It's the it's all about the intent. I think I you have training in police, the police, the police training, and that that is that changes someone's mentality because I I don't have that training, so the only training I have is the one that I the moralistic um, mindset that I have that I've created for myself, right? And so I'm not going to I always I just I always feel when I say I'm going to shoot you and I'm going to kill you if you come after my family. That that's the thing is like I'm not. I just I have a hard time justifying it with in, in my opinion in under right. my guise. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying, for me personally, my conviction says I can't um, shoot to kill in my head. All right, we've been talking a lot about stuff about everything about everything. It's been one but of those the, nights. The focus was frustration. Frustration and control. Steven, would you like to go first? Sure, sure. Um, uh, closing uh, thoughts on frustration, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna end with you know the the serenity prayer, and um, it it boils down to I think how to deal with frustration. The easiest, most effective way is through um, the serenity prayer, and of course, I don't have it on my phone anymore because <laughs> it. it Decided to Dear uh, Lord, go. please bring Grant. back Firefly so that we can see the crew of the Serenity on the screen again. <laughs> no, Amen. it's God grant me the Serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. There are a lot of things in this world that frustrate me. They frustrate me to a point where I can't um I can't even bother talking about them. Because if I do, I I get flustered, flustered, and I can't even speak. So, <laughs> the, these are the things that I I 
I know that I I have the serenity to accept the th- those things that I I cannot change those. There are things that I cannot change, and I I, I refuse to even try now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I daily ask God to give me the courage to change the things that I can. And then I also ask for wisdom to decipher the two, whether or not if I can change it, then let's let's go and 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 attack it head on. And um, if I can't, then we'll let it be. So that's my closing thought. Check Stephen out on elephantpew.com or stoneswillcry.com. You can find the link to that on elephantpew.com. He writes lots of good blog posts, and uh, he's always good to see what he's saying on there. So um, my closing thought is this. Um, you know, frustration is all about managing your expectations of people. And you'll find that you become a lot less frustrated when you when they do something and you say, well, I didn't expect them to do any different, so I'm not frustrated. So um, a little lesson to myself is to only, you know, focus on the things that, like this or any person is, things that you can control. And if you can't control it, you know, don't get frustrated about it. And don't have the expectations that you're going to be able to control it. So... Um, in light of what we talked about tonight, I have a message for Christians. Um, anybody out there on Facebook doing crazy things, saying crazy things, whatever. Um, rule of thumb, by the way, side note, uh, lots of side notes tonight. They're free. Um, lots of side notes. And it is, uh, if, if you put something into writing, if it's not overwhelmingly positive that it could not be taken in any other way, but a positive thing, don't write it down. Okay. Just delete. Okay. Um, second thing, uh, I was saying, oh, uh, Christians, um, don't, um, it's all right to criticize um, something uh, if you believe it's sin or it's unbiblical, uh, such as uh, homosexuality or um, the Muslim religion. However, your overwhelming response should be love. That says, you know what, but I still love the Muslim who, who, um, uh, believes in Sharia law. Hmm. I want them to know Christ. I still love the homosexual who is in a homosexual relationship. And I want them to know Christ and have an intimate relationship with him. And I love them and I'll show them that. Um, so that that needs to be your your overwhelming response. Um, you know, that old song, they will know we are Christians by our love. Um, and, and they will. And that should be the overwhelming thing. So um, don't get so frustrated like me. I'm just as bad at that with things that you can't control out there, you know, and realize that um, God's in control. And ultimately, at the end of the day, God's going to do what he needs to do and what needs to be done. And uh, we're just here to to follow his will and do what he asks. Most of the time. So thanks for tuning in today. Listen to us wherever you're listening to us from. Um, it's been really great being with you guys. So check out elephantpew.com to find all of our info from our show. And uh, thanks for joining us outside today. It's yeah. Been, it's Don't forget to check out Elephant Pew News every Monday at 9 p.m. That's right. Thank you. I'm Stephen Witten. I'm Ryan Ramsey. Good night. <laughs>